Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. This the real one, baby. I'm telling you. Uh. Shot town stand up. Oh, Southside, Southside. We gon' set this party off right. Westside, Westside. We gon' set this party off right. Welcome to Jen Exhausted. I'm Chris. I'm Rich. And that's Ye. Or Ye, or whatever the fuck you're supposed to call him. Whatever's going on, dude. My, my man's losing it. What's mama name Kanye? I'm gonna call him Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Well, how long? I thought about this. Like, it's like, like, look here, Puffy. I, I ain't <laughs> P Diddy, Poop, Bantha Poodoo. I ain't fucking going with every all this bullshit. Pick something. How about Sean? Like, look, motherfucking, you ain't Prince. None of these motherfuckers are Prince. Prince changed his name to um, an unpronounceable symbol, and I was like, "That's Prince. That's not the artist formerly known as. That's not the symbol. That's that's Prince. That's you ain't Prince. <laughs> Stop changing your name. <laughs> if I wasn't gonna do, call him something different, I'm not calling you something different, assholes. <clears throat> Sorry, but Kanye or Yay, whatever. Yay, ye, Jesus. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. We had to call him that for a minute. And then, and then, isn't his documentary name? Uh, what is it? Ye- it's it's supposed to be like it's a play on genius, I think. And I'm like, really, dude? Jesus Christ! Like, motherfucker, we get it. You love you some you, but I don't know, man. He's crazy. He's like extra crazy. <laughs> well, how long have we been saying he's extra crazy? Because I did have that thought this week, hearing about his latest escapades. How, we've been saying Kanye's crazy for well over a decade. Yeah. Like, is yeah. this just part of the shtick? Or is he just mentally ill and does, goes off his meds? Because remember, it, it all started with the Taylor Swift thing. See, no. I can go back a little bit further. And I, I clearly remember watching the punk with him when they fucking acted, when the, when the punk crew came out and acted like 
some sort of law agency and said, we're seizing all the film and these cameras. And Kanye was like, the fuck you are. And he ran to the cameras and grabbed spools of film and was running through the desert from these fucking law agents. I was like, well, or what he thought was the law. I was like, you know, like federal agents of some sort. I'm like, dude, that ain't normal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like that's your motherfucking Kanye West. You know what you do? Uh, you take that film and then you go home and you explain to your family while, why you, they're going to have to live off a uh, mall security guards fucking pay for the rest of their fucking life because your ass is fired for real. You know what I'm saying? Like you call a lawyer and you handle it like that. You got that type of money. And he was running, like he was running from like, yeah, that's you, when he was still in the rock machine. This was the video he made with Pam Anderson. So whatever song that was, and that's like, what, 2007, 2006, maybe? That was well before the Taylor Swift shit. When Taylor Swift happened, I think is when everybody was like, okay, so we're admitting it now? Like, this motherfucker's an idiot. All right, cool. Yeah, because Obama, they asked, what you think about that? And he's like, that's a jackass. Yeah. This, absolutely, 100%. Like, it's... Oh no! T- don't forget, George Bush doesn't care about black people. Black yeah, people. that was before Taylor. Mike Myers looking like, looking like a deer in the headlights. Like, I don't know. See, to me, like that was. That's just what we see today, right? When we see it from prototype. today. Yeah, we see it from everybody today, so we just roll our eyes. Oh, out. that that's why he's a genius, right? He's ahead of the curve. Head in the curve and saying shit that gets nothing accomplished. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, for for a certain generation, yeah, you're a tip of the spear, bud. Just understand that you're. Uh, what are you piercing for first? He's my age, like, though. He's born in '79. Doesn't matter, dude. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like Gen Gen X, we're being erased. We're being erased, dude. That's just all there is to it. History will not even look back, and we, I, we if we're a footnote, I'll be shocked. Like the older Gen Gen Xers. You're boomers. The younger Gen Xers, you're going to get lumped in with millennials, and that's just how it is. And this is what we wanted, though, with our apathetic attitudes? Just well, want, I mean, here's just the, wanting to be wallpaper? Here's the deal. It proves why we were apathetic, because no matter what you do, you can't do Once, Once the powers that be decide this is the way the shit is, you ain't changing it. You're not changing it. I mean, like, what, like, what, what a Gen Xer is going to do? Nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what millennials are about to find out. Problem is millennials are going to be like the boomers. So the zoomers are going to get fucking overshadowed by them too. So they're going to have to deal with the zoomers and whatever generation comes after that, that really blames the millennials. God, I, I almost wish I could be here for it, but that would mean having to live in this world <laughs> in a world where the, the, the old guard are a bunch of millennials and Gen Z's on deck. I'm good. I'm good, man. So, anyways, Kanye West. Yeah. Um, first of all, motherfucker's been unstable for a lot of years. I think we've established that beyond a shadow of a doubt, at least in the court of public opinion. And that's what it is here. We don't really give a fuck about anything else. Uh, now, here's where it gets fucked up. I actually think he loves Kim Kardashian. I don't know about you, but like, I I truly think that like he's all about that bitch because he wifed her up. And don't they have like three, four kids? Four kids. <coughs> the oldest, the oldest being eight. 
he steady stays up in them guts. I mean, that's just well, that's just well. Two of them, the last two were surrogates, I think, like where someone else had them. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kim was I, like, I, "Listen, I, listen, this thing makes me money. I can't, tr- I can't total it too much." <laughs> okay. <laughs> this this built the empire. We got to keep it in shape. The caboose is starting to show, show signs of age. Yeah. And there's only so much that fucking we're maxing out filters. it. Yeah. Yeah, filters can cover, so. This body maxes out at two, all right? We're cooking the other two in someone else's oven. Well, I mean, I never really bought that he was anything more to that that, that bunch than just a way to up their brand value. I And that's what she did, right? She started as she's a climber. She started as, I mean, I, I, I know it's, off it seems off like. J. Well, no, it, even before that, I mean, and it seems like the cliche thing to, to say about her, but she, she she has turned out to be a savvy businesswoman. She's turned it into something. But no, she, it all started from, she was, uh, Paris Hilton's assistant. Well, it all started from daddy had money. Daddy had mm-hmm. fucking famous friends. She saw that lifestyle, even though her family directly wasn't living it, they were catching some of the fallout of living around celebrity, famous celebrities. Yeah. So she hopped from Paris to Ray J. You know, from Ray J to what was it, Chris Humphreys or whatever the fuck his name was. Yeah, I, fuck, I, I, dude, I, I, as a, as a cult, as a pop culture footnote, she's interesting, but I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. You know, and then from him to Kanye, and then, yeah, I mean, and she, and she hopped on Kanye's star at the right time. You know, when, it, when he had gone, because he was ascending from that level of being like Jay Z's protege to being his own thing. And she, you know, she, she she put her hooks into him at the right time for that. So yeah, I could see that. You know, and she she's the person. You know, her and Paris Hilton are probably the, you know, to, to second use of this in the podcast. The tip of the spears of of the being famous for being famous. Yeah, uh, really, I, what does she do? Like her TV show is just be, being following them around. Yeah, for people our age and, and and younger and of a certain age, I guess at this point, yeah, yeah, I could I could agree with that. She's the most prominent person that pops into probably most people's minds. So yeah, it, it, that's yeah, that's that's valid. But I mean, I, see, here's the fucked up thing. I don't. I've always got the feeling that like Paris Hilton is kind of leaning into the fucking stereotype. Like there's a businesswoman under there. Yeah, if you see what's making money, you keep lean. You keep going with it. Yes, and the reason I say there's a businesswoman under there is because she's had businesses that have nothing more than her name attached to it, fucking succeed and make her a ton of money. It's called branding. And I mean, Britain. Remember, Britney tried that with perfume. Nope, didn't Mm. work. Mm. You know, I mean, like like different. You know, different singers and shit like this have tried this. Paris Hilton, first of all, Hilton, come on now, dude. I stay. She comes from fucking. She comes from fucking money. She comes from wealth. Yes, that Hilton, everybody. The hotels. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, it's not as prestigious as being like, I don't know, coming from like having a last name Hemingway or something. But (laughs) you know, it's kind of a, I guess, American oligarch. Garky royalty? Oh yeah. Like I mean like like if your last name is Ford. Like god damn. Like that Ford that, that's Daddy? A, if your Even last name Daddy's is Ford resources. that is officially old money now, son. I mean that's in, in this town, especially where we live. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I come from the family that, you know, invented the assembly line. <laughs> and, and shit. Probably 
I would say during our childhood and maybe teenage years, most of the things, a lot, not most, a lot of things around this area carried the Ford name. A lot. And it had nothing to do with anything to do with Ford Motor Company. It was just roads, hospitals, shit like that. Like, yeah, there's like, Henry Ford Hospital <clears throat> System. There's Ford Road. There's the Ford Wyoming Drive-In. Yes. I, yes. And it, it just by through just pure name association, it was all free advertising for Ford here in Detroit. So it's, and, and then it doesn't hurt that you can take Ford Road pretty much to outer drive right to Ford World Headquarters. <laughs> Shocking. So, you know, yeah. <clears throat> but anyways, uh, yeah, Paris Hilton, she, just, she always comes across as a businesswoman to me. Um, Kim Kardashian, she's a businesswoman, but I think she's smart enough to surround, or people around her are smart enough to have insulated her to where she doesn't even try to stick her hand in and make some of the fucking decisions. No, like, she... that's a clan, dude. Like, that whole family, the chances of them all being business savvy, slim to none. Well, that's no, it's probably, people... it's pro- it's, what it is, it's probably mama's pulling the strings. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Like, the, the, we're giving Kim all the props, and meanwhile, Chris Jenner's just sitting there like, I'm the one doing all this shit, motherfuckers. I built all this. Well, I mean, you got to think about it, man. She took that fucking uh, Kardashian dick. She took that fucking Simpson dick. She took that Bruce Jenner dick. And she took that... Uh, uh, Allegedly with the OJ dick. What is the... Uh, what's her new name? Oh, the guy... The, the, Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, yeah, Jenner. Yeah. And she took Caitlyn Jenner dick or were they broke up when... when no, Bruce the two of Kate. those kids have their Jenner last name. Okay, so... Yeah, I mean, she's like... She's used to being like just getting fucked for for basically like to keep her ass relevant. You know what I'm saying? So oh, it's going like, through her roster, <clears throat> wonder where Kim learned it. Just keep climbing. I, yeah. Well, <laughs> look at look at her new dick. Which, by the way, props, Pete. That big dick energy must be true because you're a white guy slipping in there. Like, if, well, Kim doesn't. Okay. Tim doesn't traditionally like the like the white guys. Okay, so I mean. And yeah, yeah. But well, but right now think, he's like one of the he's like the it comic right now, right? He's got to who to the women who want to fuck him? Maybe I don't know. To people younger than comic. us. To people younger than us. Okay, I watch a lot of and listen to a lot of comedy podcasts of comics younger than us. Comics in their twenties. Comics around Pete Davidson's age. No one is singing his praises. Not nobody, but like but the media is singing his praises. That's the thing that the media picks you. It isn't trust. It trust me. We come from the world of music. So many bands and artists never get their due. While some piece of shit gets, you know, pieces of shit get all the fucking publicity. The the, the media anoints you there. I'm not saying he's funny. I'm just saying, as far as the media, he's like the it comic right or one of them right now. Yeah. Well, and I mean, that's, he's, hasn't he been doing what basically the, using the Kim Kardashian business model to get, to build his brand? He's been just fucking higher and higher up the fucking, up the, uh, uh, the pop culture ladder. Good for his penis, by the way. No, I mean, hey, look, dude, I, my favorite meme is, is a, is a picture of Pat Robertson with his head bowed praying and says, Lord Jesus. I see what you've done with, with Pete Davidson, and I want you to do that for me in my life. Thank you, amen. <laughs> yeah. Pete Davidson, is he's, he is making hay while the sun shines with his dick. Let me tell you something. He smashed Kate Beckinsale. 
That's all. That's that's all you needed I to hear. Respect, hatred, war with me. You know what I'm saying? Like when I hear that, I'm like, first of all, Kate. Damn, that means if I was just skinny, if I was a crackhead, there's a chance. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right? Like, you just want a rough, rugged, funny motherfucker, bitch. Come here when I'm 20 and find out. You know what I'm saying? And then he went from her to Cindy Crawford's daughter. Wait, okay, look, you know, she all right. I mean, but he's, see, I think he's, I don't even think he's, he's just a pussy hound, dude. He is, I don't see any like common thread in these types because Ariana Grande is a tiny little thing. Cindy Crawford's daughter is like the spitting image of her tall ass. Uh, you know, Kate Beckinsale is like, you know, average height. I think she's like five, 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 six. It's about average height for a woman. Now he's on the double K. Who's like a hobbit. Like, is that bitch five one? Seriously? And she ain't built like Ariana Grande. No, no. And see, here's oh man, damn. See, this is the fucked up thing. When I saw when I saw Kim Kardashian in in, in Playboy, yeah, it had to be Playboy. She was I saw a nipple and it was tasteful. Uh, that was it. I was like, ah, ugh. yeah, it ain't all that. I'm, all, I'm I, like, damn, honey, you should have left the clothes on. The fantasy was much better than the reality. You know what I'm saying? Man, like, that's just how she struck me. So I don't think she's all that. Yeah, she got a fat ass, but so as so is everybody. Else. Every other bitch, literally, every other bitch. Line up. Well, we, five we, bitches. Every other bitch has one. Well, we live in Michigan, so the the fat ass uh, ratio here definitely. Oh, it goes. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. We throw the curve off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we drag. We we drag the curve over to the fatter side. There's white girls here. Be like Jesus. Sometimes in a good way. Sometimes in a bad way. But <laughs> so yeah. So I, here's my thing. Okay, this is where all bullshit aside, all this celebrity talk, all this fucking who's fucking who. I mean, it's all amusing and shit. This is what bothers me is that there's a lot of guys sitting here watching this situation going, this is fucked up because him and her split up. She starts bringing this dude around who looks like the human embodiment of hep C just walking (laughs) the fuck around. And like this motherfucker's like talking about being there for Kanye's kids and this and this and this. And even if he's not saying it in the fucking media or he did, he did, he wasn't saying it in the media. I don't know. Last I heard he, he finally fucking someone put somebody put some shit online, some, some DMS that were sent to each between him and Kanye, which I'll get to in a minute. But I mean, like, dude, first of all, you're just a new guy. Just shut the fuck up. Get your, collect your piece of fucking single mom ass and keep your head down. Why are you inject, interjecting yourself in between them and it's their, they're the parents, not you? That's a dick move already. So every guy who's been in, a, in Kanye situation is already like, fuck, fuck Pete Davidson, piece of shit. What are you sticking your nose in here for? Because you know what that is? That's a bitch-made move. That's what, that's what these fucking vulture guys do, the best friend guys do, who hang around and wait. And then pounce when they think their fucking opportunities come up. Okay, he just pounces a lot more successfully than most. But still, that's a bitch move. If you're Pete Davidson and you got it like that, Mr. King Dingaling, Mr. Mike Lowry, why the fuck you need to do that bitch move? That's that, that's some that's some five foot four come from the trailer park. Don't have nothing got to get to trap a bitch move. That's what that's who does that. Not Pete Davidson. On top of that, 
You know you're fucking with Kanye. You know he's crazy. Bitch, are you trying to incite some fucking crazy violence or some shit? Yeah, I don't... I've been in Pete Davidson's situation, but not acted like Pete Davidson because, yeah, it's it wasn't it's my... It's none of your fucking It business. wasn't my place. Yes. These were not my children. Trust me, I felt weird enough being in the guy's house. Like, damn, like, thinking, like... it. Trust, it, trust think... I had those... Like, man... Like a few a few months ago, this is some other guy's house, some other guy's life. That's what I'm saying. And like her fucking saying shit, supposedly, allegedly, whatever, I don't know. But <clears throat> it's been reported through various fucking sites and sources and all this shit, which is how this shit's going to go. But I mean, I can totally see it, it happening because it doesn't matter. Anyone who's been through a fucking nasty divorce or split where there's kids involved, you know how nasty that shit gets. She's encouraging it. She's on the phone with Kanye and, and texting him, talking about, well, you know, our children will call two men daddy. Bitch. Whoa, that's. You know what I'm saying? Like, bitch, that's what gets bitches killed. <laughs> bitch, are you trying to die? You know what I'm saying? That's how songs to... like Kim get written. Like, let's. Okay, there's a. There, it's like in 2015, there was a television miniseries about the. O.J. Simpson trial. Maybe you need to watch it for a few reasons. But try not to be so enamored that the chick who played a teen you doesn't look just like you. And actually pay attention to don't fucking fuck with crazy people. Are you? I mean, like this isn't this isn't about. Oh, you're you're making jokes because he wants to kill him about a woman being killed. No, she's clearly crazy too. I just think he's more capable of violence. By the way, more capable. They're both, I think, capable of violence. I can see Kim Kardashian, as little as she is, as fucking self-centered and narcissistic as she is. I'm just saying, you know, if you know, if you've seen the type and you know the type, you know that they're quick to put their hands on on, on somebody else, like for real. And it's like, bitch, do you think you got like an invisible force field around you or something? Like you understand, you will get wrecked if a grown man decides he's had enough, right? Like he will work you, bitch. Yeah, I mean, laws so, of physics will still apply. Yeah, this ain't a fuck. This ain't Elizabeth fucking Banks, Charlie fucking Angels remake or whatever the fuck, where you're seeing eighty nine pound Kristen Stewart throwing around two hundred and fifty pound stuntmen. No, 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 no. A grown ass man who knows how to fucking fight goes after a little fucking midget like that, like Kent, like Kim Kardashian, a little, little sawed off half pint. Uh, phew. Oh yeah, you can crack some ribs, wired, sh- you know, like have your jaw wired shut. Yeah, it's like, are you crazy? Are you crazy? And that's what these people are crazy. And you just, we see it, and it's like, it's a joke. And it's funny because I see so many people laughing at Kanye, like ha ah, ha ha ha. And I'm like, I'm not laughing. At, I mean, I'm laughing in the sense of it's good. It's already happened. There's nothing I can do to control it. So it's absurd. And I'm laughing at the absurdity of it. But you know who's going to be fucked up? Them goddamn four kids, dude. Yeah, because they're doing the whole thing where they're putting everything online. I don't understand why people do that. Well, yeah, that was one of the things. Like Kanye, basically, somebody in the Kardashian clan uh, fucking made up one of the kids, Kanye's daughter, or maybe his only daughter. I don't know. I don't know what is what is what the genders of his fucking children are, and nor do I give a fuck. But the, the 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 female one put her in a bunch of makeup and started doing TikToks with her and shit, 
And he come unglued and apparently contacted Kim about it. And somehow it got leaked to the media. And so, of course, Kanye. So he feels the need to address it to the media. And I'm just like, I think the oldest is like eight. Now, granted, you're not a fucking rocket scientist at eight if you're like the the best of the best. But which I highly doubt what these two parents, these these two kids are. But that's another story. But I mean, like, you're old enough to know that, like, wow, this this is fucked up. And I'm watching one of my parents be fucking tore down and the other parent takes some sort of satisfaction in it. What lesson are you teaching those kids? Not good ones. Yeah. And then you add the, the, the warping fucking effects of fame and celebrity in this country. I, t- just to, just a fucking, just to make it worse <laughs> yeah. just for shits and giggles. So yeah, I, that's what I'm like. Once again, a bunch of hypocrites, people talk all this bullshit. People want to ch- Oh, you know, it's it, it, it's it's domestic violence awareness month or it's that domestic violence awareness week or it's you know captain save a ho day or whatever the fuck <laughs> and you know like here i'm wearing this ribbon so, so don't punch a bitch today and all this bullshit and truly it's like and and when you question like well hey, hey hey where's where's the support for guys and shit where's the you know Where's the calls for fucking fairness? You're you're so worried about fairness in the court system. Where where's the fairness for fucking men overall in the family court system? Oh well, that's we we joke about that. Fuck Kanye, he deserved them kids. She she deserves them kids. It's like, yo, I don't see anything tells me either of them really deserve those kids. How good are their nannies? Because you know that yeah, those crazy. kids are probably closer to the help than either of them. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So I, you barking up the wrong motherfucking tree with that one, bitch. Like so, uh, yeah. But just more hip, just more hypocrisy, and it's just people don't care. And it's like, okay, cool. Then it's I, I've come around to just looking at the world this way, and it's, dude, everybody's pretty much out for themselves. That's it. End of the fucking day. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna do what I got to do to keep my head above water. We're brothers, we're friends. If it's me or you, I'll pour one out on the day you died every year. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and then just whoosh, step on the dude's head. That's just human nature, right? So, I mean, like, what these people are doing ain't that, I mean, like, all the celebrity shit, it's, we're laughing at, at, at celebrities basically going, well, at least we're not, at least we're not that bad off, blah, 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 blah. We don't care that these are real people. And, I mean, Kanye and Kim, I kind of like, whatever, the, you asked for this. Those kids, those kids didn't ask for any of this bullshit. Those kids didn't ask to be put under this microscope. And, yes, it... Whether or not you pay attention, that's something that like I found out also. Whether or not you pay attention to a lot of this shit, there is a fucking huge amount of eyes on this situation. And that people like wake up and check their phone and it's like checking news about Russia. But it's about Kanye and Kim. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Oh yeah, people there's a lot of people who care about stupid bullshit. When I was doing the radio thing again, I had to come up with a bunch of stupid bullshit to talk about because people want to <coughs> Sorry, people want to hear it. Well, people I, actually give a fuck about what the fuck so and so did this morning and posted on social media. It's beyond me. I don't care. I guess that's the that's what makes me Gen X, right? I I uh, yeah, yeah, kind of that that yeah, that apathetic uh, <laughs> just shrugging eh, what are you gonna do what the fuck i mean i kind of get it i like i said i'm like to me the first thing that comes to mind is like i said four kids didn't ask to be put in a situation caught in a crossfire of adults who should supposedly know better well the parents are rich they'll have money for all that therapy you know and that's 
You know what? Like I was thinking about this the other day in relation to this story. And this is just a completely uh, – it's it's definitely an offshoot of this story. It's not – it's just this story made me think of this. For all the bullshit we talk in this country, we have the most forgiveness for parents in this country or in our culture. I don't know if I don't know if it's just Western culture for the most part or what. And only now that it seems like there's been a more of a shift away from that kind of like, you know, well, they did the best they could to no, you fucked up and you were horrible. Like we've we've crossed the Rubicon. You know what I'm saying? The, the the weight has shifted over to the the majority are now saying, you know, fuck them, they were horrible. But for a long time, dude, parents got away with some fucking bullshit. I mean, just raising horrible children and throwing them out into society and basically making it everybody else who comes into contact with that person's responsibility to deal with their shitty fucking parenting. (laughs) I mean, it's... Well, I mean, it's... (sighs) By the way, I'm not talking about parents who didn't who made you eat liver and onions or sent you to bed hungry if you didn't want to or shit like that. I'm talking about what I just described. Well, without People getting turning in, out useless fucking humans. Well, without getting into all the gory details, how have Earl's parents have done not done time? Mm. Like just the horror stories he has told me. Like Jesus Christ. Like yeah, yeah but that but that but that's what you're saying. Like letting parents get away with a lot of shitty shit for a while and just being, well, that's just how it goes. It's parents being parents. No, sometimes it's shitty people being shitty people. Well, it's it's a lot of it's based on it's just ego. It's ego and fucking it has really little to do with the kids except for they're an extension of the person's fucking self worth and ego. And that's that's the scary part is it's like shit that shouldn't even involve the kids. They kind of get dragged into, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody, I don't give a fuck how amicable the divorce is. I don't. Okay. Yes. If you are the one in a billion, billion, billion who had a fucking parents who just were like, no, we're just, we're just not in love and we're perfectly fine with it. And we're going to, I'm going to go my way and she's going to go hers and we're going to split everything 50, 50 and nobody's mad at anybody and nobody's saying anything negative about anybody. No one's being passive aggressive. Nothing's weird. Nothing's strange. Okay. If you're that congratulations, you beat some long odds. Don't plan on beating any more odds in your life. You won the lottery there. You won it up front. (laughs) Rest of us. Divorces fuck people up, and they, they fuck people with families up even worse. Because then you're adding children into the mix. You're adding everything that comes with the pain of a divorce. Plus, I mean, let's be honest, it's gotten better, but it still ain't like it's a lot easier to deny a father fifty-fifty custody than it is to deny a mother. Let's put it that way. I and I, I just unless you're Britney Spears. Well, I mean, if your if your family has a conservator and guardianship over you, yeah, you kind of fucked up bad, anyways. Yeah, the the like, family court bad. system, the family court system said we think these kids would be better with Kevin Federline than you, than you. I mean, that's like up there with like get actual evidence of Mama smoking rock over the baby's like bassinet, <laughs> shooting up. While, while giving him a bath. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, like basically have a conservator and guardianship over you because you're completely incapable of taking care of yourself as an adult. Well, then I'm not giving her an infant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she can't like, have two kids. Sorry. Yeah, here's the deal. Like, here's the deal. Uh, we, 
it, 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 we should praise women who are like, I'm not mother material and move on. Do the right thing. Do the fucking best thing for the child. Child's going to have a better shot. But what happens? Ego bullshit gets in the way. This is my little clone, my little kid, my little baby, my little everything. But yeah, it's <sighs> the forgiveness towards parents. It's 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 really like, and that I guess is a good thing, in for most people because I think in, for most parents they are just they fuck up. But like the problem is is that when they fuck up. The worst is like when they can afford to fuck up the least. And that's when you're going through a fucking divorce and the kids are kids aren't even ten and there's four of them. You are you are setting the blueprint for the rest of those kids' lives in a couple cases. Chaos is what those children will only understand and only be able to function in. You deserve a fate worse than hell if you do that to a to a to a fucking human being. It's a, a fucking blank slate in my opinion. Sorry, a little bit of a fucking hot uh, South of Heaven take there from the atheist, but you know, whatever. <laughs> or from the agnostic, whatever. But so yeah, I don't know. I don't really think about who they who 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 Kanye and Kim used to fuck. I more think about shit like that when I hear this story. So <laughs> you can see why I don't really talk about but that. Means you're human. Anybody. Yeah, in my book. That oh, congratulations, you're human. But nobody seems to ever think about this. Everyone just relishes and just fucking delights and 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 wallows in the fucking. The Jerry Springer lowest common denominator bullshit, and it's like, okay, I get it. It's it's good for a laugh, and it's easy laughs and shit. But well, it's too. It's, it's people that they're just. It's what the media tells them, right? They don't give a fuck. Just give me more Kim. Ooh, what happened today? It's a real life soap opera. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's it's pretty pathetic. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. They're crafting a story, man. And then I got into it in the chat earlier this week, man. Another. Uh, there was a, a uh, an activist in Boston. Uh, BLM, head of BLM in Boston, caught embezzling all kinds of money. 
just red-handed and kind of just a blip on the media's radar. Uh, when, I, when I sent you guys the story, there were only two outlets that actually mentioned BLM in the headline. Uh, the rest of them called it an uh, anti-violence uh, what was it, protest group or something like that. Uh, but it's in Boston. Trying to find all the details here. Oh, okay. So wait, 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 wait. It's in Boston. Okay. Dude, right. I'm gonna tell you right now. There's gonna be a certain element of people and certain groups of people. They're gonna go something against black people in Boston. It, it's fake. It's conspiracy. It's it. Somebody's out to get somebody. This is this is this is set up. Blah 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 blah. This will be dismissed out of hand. That's why it's not being covered. It, it, news stations are like, that's not the good kind of heat to bring down on us. You know what I'm saying? Like that's there's this isn't going to get them anything good unless they're fucking pushing the narrative that says like, oh, there's corruption going on in Black Lives Matter, right? I mean, is it is it like what what you're getting at by saying only two there's only two news sources that reported this? Yeah, yeah, okay. So it's like in their mind they're like, there's no point in reporting this. <laughs> I don't know if it's a narrative or if it's just like, nah, that's not profitable. There's no profit in that. There's no clicks in that or whatever they call it, you know, whatever their their metric is to measure success. Yeah, or the right people aren't going to click on it. Yeah, yeah. No, I just think it's, yeah, just taking all kinds of money, you know, going on trips, all this, uh, saying that it, saying, oh, it's, basically their defense is like, oh, it's crazy, all the laws that involve a 501 or five, whatever it is, the, the, you know, the, the abbreviation is for a nonprofit. Basically said, oh, we were confused and didn't know. And just, just blatant, just taking all the money, doing all the shit you're not supposed to be doing. And it, by the way, this is like, just to clarify, in case anyone's listening and they're like, well, like, how much are we talking here? This isn't a case of like a family that, that BLM, a local whatever chapter, office, whatever they call it, of theirs, cut a check to a family for a thousand dollars and two days later they're seen at the the corner store buying booze and fucking you know scratch off tickets or some shit this is like people high up in the fucking organization in other words in my opinion people who should a know better or b know that they don't know the law and have the right people around them to make sure they're not fucking doing anything that's going to be basically prosecutable down the line yeah, she was voted like activist of the year or something like that. It, it's she's pretty high profile. Her name is Monica Cannon Grant, you know, and, and and two is 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 doing interviews talking about you know it's 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 a white supremacist conspiracy against her and all this shit. But see, right there, that's what I'm saying. That's this is perfect. BLM looks at it like this. This is a perfect way to fucking. If she gets convicted, she's a martyr. They they just throw out the this was a hit piece. This was this was a targeted fucking attack. They were looking for anything. It's when they couldn't find anything, they just made something up, however they want to spin it. And their supporters will just dig deeper in their pockets, which will line their fucking bank accounts, which in turn gets us back to another case like this, which I guess is... How many times this has to happen before BLM... We're like, who's BLM walking out as their sacrificial lamb this year? Like, what is it, like three, four years in a row before we say that? <laughs> well, that's the thing, too, is it's it's it's... It's not centralized, so that's that's it's always going to haunt them, right? It's, it's, you can just give money to them and then say you're associated with them, and then this shit happens. Well, that's that's advantageous going both ways. It's easy to it's easy to when you want to play up the association to pull that out your back pocket, and it's also easy when you want to distance yourself, be like they were never 
they're not they're not on any membership role or anything. Yeah. You know, that's that's you know, who gives us money is that's up to them. You know, like the clan wants to give us money, we'll we'll put it to good use, you know, so whatever the fuck. So and that's I mean, is let me ask you a question. Be honest, Chris. Is it shocking that this has turned into a fucking way just to to to, to grift money off people? No. Not at all. I mean, like to me, this is the inevitable obligatory end result like it was always destined to, to come here it was always going to end here anytime any one of these social movements get to the point where you start seeing shit being sold like signs that are knockoff signs yeah <laughs> and you're like they're bootlegging blm signs <laughs> right yeah if really mer- if merch shows up commerce is now involved yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah now you're like a band buy our t-shirt so yeah, that's and I mean that's that's what sucks, man. That's what sucks. And a couple of years ago, I remember having this conversation and being like, you know, when when I first heard about the the the, the organization, whatever the movement, whatever the fuck they were naming it back in like 2014, 2015, whatever the fuck it was. When I first heard about it, I was like, yeah, I can get down with that. I understand. And I wasn't, the name didn't bother me. I wasn't like, you know, hey, what about all lives matter? It's like, look, if you say, if you're talking about like, hey, save the fucking dolphins, that doesn't mean that you want to kill the whales. I understand that. I get that. But I also see there's a lot of room for this to be exploited and turned into some bullshit. And the problem was, is that when I saw it happening, anytime I spoke up, it was shut up. You can't talk. You're 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 a white man. Who the fuck are you to talk about this subject? This isn't this isn't for you or by you. Oh, okay. Go fuck yourself then. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> like, it, and then it turns into exactly what the fuck we talked about. Like all the worst fears we ever voiced about this on any show we did. Here it is. They're just fucking grabbing money. Hand over. They're televangelists. Oh, come on. We, we knew there were no sacred cows once the Red Cross got caught during 9-11. That was supposed to be the ultimate, right? They, they're never going to do anything bad. They're the Red Cross. Man, the Red Cross must have friends in high places in some tech industries or or have connections in high places in tech industries. I'm not saying that story has been scrubbed from the Internet because it hasn't. But it damn sure got buried every time it was been tried to have been brought up. Anytime a, like there's an, a, an attempt to make that story go viral, holy shit, does fucking social media across the board almost shut that shit down. I mean, they just, psh, boom, done. You're done. Here's your ban. Don't even fucking bother complaining about it. Well, yeah. Remember, you, remember the Hunter Biden laptop? I mean, that the was, one that didn't exist, now it does? Yeah, that the New York Times came out this week and said it does exist. Look it up. And it's how long ago since that was initially brought up? Uh, it's March of 2022, and that, and it, that was supposed to that was supposed to be the October surprise of 2020. Mm-hmm. So a year and a, a half. year and a half, a year and a half. This is the this is the equivalent of placing the ret- printing the retraction at the very bottom of the last page of the last section of the newspaper. And it's about three sentences long. It's a piss poor excuse for a paragraph. That's what this is. This is like, oh, yeah, oh, it's crazy. Yeah. This is why it's like I media is so easy for people to just dismiss out of hand nowadays. They're doing it to themselves. Yeah. And they're too fucking arrogant to care, dude. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah. I, I, I now take everything with a, with a, 
fucking just a grain of salt the size of the monitor in front of me like yeah sure what are, I'd, I'd like think what's what are the motivations of the writer is this actual reporting on facts is this someone giving me their opinion is this really what happened you know is there a greater is this part of a greater story being crafted i'm telling you the uh the article that i referenced in the the connecting dots show that matt taibbi wrote and the interview he gave about it, basically saying, I'm a journalist. I was educated and raised and taught that I. the only thing I am beholden to is the truth. As long as what I'm printing is the truth, I don't give a fuck what politicians have to go through, what fallout because of it. If it's the truth, oh, well, I guess they shouldn't have been doing what they were doing, huh? I don't, and he was like, and I, I'm not beholden to any party or ideology. Wrong is wrong. Corruption is corruption. Lies are lies. That's what I was told as a journalist we're here for. That is not what journalism's here for these days, and they don't even fucking hide it. No. They're very open about it. Because you're supposed to give people a pass if they're on the right side. Mm -hmm. If they're on the right side of things, in your opinion, then you just kind of look the other way at all their transgressions. Meanwhile, you put your opponent under the fucking microscope, and you look for every single transgression you can find. To vilify them and demon that and, and uh, yeah, demonize them and demonize just, them. Yeah, that's ultimately dehumanize them. Really, because that's the that's the problem. If we human if we humanize each other, then we just see each other for what we are. It's just flawed people, man. But too also, if you go scorched earth on them, then maybe you'll if you leave people in shock and awe. Then if if you're looking over here, you won't look over here. You well, yeah. There's that too. I mean, it's. I don't know. I, I this is uh, this is. I don't know if this is a conspiracy theory. To me, this is just like this is business strategies. This is strategies on that have been handed down in 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 how to rule in military manuals, in business manuals, in, in the very ethos of some cultures. I mean, is to rule wisely and know when to take advantage of every situation that presents itself. Not necessarily create the situation. That's where like conspiracy theory shit comes in. Outside influences purposely conspired to create this situation versus, oh, hey, look, we've been handed a big sack of fucking mutated fucking virus that got loose out of Wuhan. Fuck it. Let's implement a bunch of bullshit that we've been wanting to do and fucking, you know, extract as much money as we can oh, from the fucking governments for our fucking vaccines and just try to make them take them in perpetuity you see pfizer and moderna this week are like hey it's crazy you're gonna need a fourth shot fuck you well china went back in the lockdown lockdown which is like why why china why because allegedly they're having their worst outbreak since early 2020. Allegedly. Oh, well, it's China. Be, I don't believe fucking it, if shit I, dude, China I don't believe says. the numbers they report to us here, let alone the numbers that come out of China. I trust them about as much. <laughs> I trust I had to do COVID theater still going on at the airport. I had to travel in the last couple of weeks. It's fucking ridiculous. Everywhere else, but when we were at the airport, we could be adults, free Americans. But not at the airport. It's fucking COVID theater. Like why? Like I'm sorry, I'm I'm sorry, but my new stance is I played by all your rules and I still got it. Fuck you. This is yeah, yeah. Which they said near the beginning, and everybody 
freaked the fuck out because they gave no context with they said before this is over, everybody will have had some form of COVID. And I think I, I, maybe they even said variation. But with each mutation, what's a virus do? It mutates to be more contagious, less lethal to the host. Because it needs the host to survive. Yeah. Virus kills the host. It's counteractive to the virus. Yes. End of the virus. So, yes, everybody was going to get some form of COVID. They said that shit at the beginning and people flipped the fuck out because this was like, you know, apparently the you sneezed around someone who farted who had COVID, you're going to drop dead in two seconds, RIP. So, Another thing that made me fucking just kind of give my blood pressure up is I went to the, the whole World COVID Counter website and clicked on the, uh, the United States. You know what the mortality rate is? Hmm. 2%. Yeah, they were saying like, what, 3? Three? 3 to 5 was their prediction for the world. So 2%. We're the last the two years attack. for 2%. Now, I already know there's people, well, if we didn't do what we did, we could have been much higher. Well, it, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't play the if game. Yeah, you can. You just be a hypocrite about it. You can do it when you want to do it, but no one else can do it when it helps their point, which proves your point wrong. Then fuck them. They're not allowed to do that. <laughs> It's the slippery slope argument. That's a logical fallacy until I want to use it. Oh, okay. We should have just been... And if you look at who's dying, we should just be protecting the old people. Look, this is... Protect the over 55s and let everyone else live their life. We know who the the new variants, whatever the fuck, are most likely to attack. We know it's going to be, like you said, old people and people with pre-existing comorbidities. And guess what? We're saying it on this show. If you're overweight, that's a problem. That's going to hurt you with the COVID. We'll say it here. I've, yeah, I've never not said that. And that's like, at some point between like our generation or our people around our age, we learn, we learn to accept from the doctors when they go, you're not healthy because you're fucking X amount of pounds overweight. You know, your body fat percentage is like, you know, 99.9 99.9% whatever the fuck you know what I'm saying like like dude this isn't healthy for you oh okay didn't you say you had a doctor tell you like I could tell you what you want to do but I'm going to talk to somebody who's interested no I was that was the drinking shit when he oh. was like how much do you drink and I told him <laughs> <He> <laughs> oh you like, you actually like, you gave him the honest answer I'm honest with people period dude because I'm I can't remember if I fucking lie I start lying I keep forgetting shit I'm like I fuck like I can't keep track of like multiple lies you know what i'm saying (laughs) i'm not that i like my memory is good for like shit that happened not shit that i made up in my own head you know what i'm saying (laughs) gotcha (laughs) but anyways uh no i just told him the truth and he was uh, he looked at me he was like well here's the deal you keep drinking like that you'll be dead within like five ten years so here's the deal. I have another patient. I'm going to go see them. I'll be back in about 10 minutes. If you're here, I'm assuming that you're going to do what you got to do because you want to live. If not, later. And he walked the fuck out. Well, that doctor now, he'd be canceled. He's too honest with you. Did he hurt your feelings? No, not really. Because, I mean, his point was I'm not going to waste my time with someone who doesn't care. And the, and the point, and this was not just like how much do you drink? Do you drink? Yes. How much? Blech. And I spit the number out. And he was like, immediately gave me this. This was after some back and forth. And I mean, to be honest with you, dude, I'd have done the same thing. You know why? 
because at that point in time, I don't know. I, I don't think I cared if I lived or if I died. I don't think it mattered to me like at all. And he was picking that up and he's like, I'm not gonna waste my time. You're, you're a lost cause, man. <laughs> if, if that's, if, if that's how you truly feel, adios, bro. And it's like, yeah, when you have a doctor tell you that, that should wake your ass up. Instead, now we got people like, you know, make it illegal for the doctor to tell me that I have to get weighed at his office or that he make it illegal or, or whatever unethical for him to say, I have to lose weight. Hypertension still going to be a thing. Fatty liver disease is still going to be a thing. I do. Diabetes is still going to be a thing. No matter what you, you can be fat and proud of it. Great. Your body is still a biological organism that has limitations. Let me. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. And you might have the warhorse of a constitution or the constitution of a warhorse for many, 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 many years. But eventually it will fail you. And when it starts to fail you, it is a rapid descent downhill. It is uh no more no more sitting on the fence. No more do you want to live? Do you want to fucking die? The question becomes do you want to die like before Christmas or do you want to try to make it five, six years? That's when the shit hits home. And you know what? Here's the problem. You're going to sit there and you're going to realize you're going to pay the ultimate price. You're going to die young because of decisions you made and the inability to make yourself deal with reality. I can't wait for Lizzo to hit 40. All this shit that's coming out of her mouth, she's going to look like the biggest hypocrite if she's interested in living. Because she's going to have a doctor get a hold of her and go, look, you cannot, this living like this will not behoove you in the next 10 years. Order a salad. Get on the treadmill. Yeah, but that's not, that's not what we do anymore. That's not what we do. And in that, in, in, the, in the, the music, movie, whatever industry, which is really strange like to see this like body positivity bullshit get pushed from fucking Hollywood because the vast majority of actresses and actors truly are tiny compared to the average American average fucking person on earth period. Like they are skinny, 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 skinny. And a lot of them are tiny, tiny people. I mean, Tom Cruise is like what? Five, five. (laughs) Talk about body image and body positivity while they're hitting the gym seven days a week. Yeah. And Tom Cruise is good, which is fine. They're being healthy, but they're, but they're doing it because they have to. Yeah. And they're also getting paid $20 million and free personal trainers and free dietitians and free live in, live in chefs from the fucking movie uh, studio who's wants to make Mission Impossible 12 with them. So yeah, it's easy to stay in shape with that shit. The fucking Indian dude from uh, 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 Silicon Valley. Oh yeah, right? he got jacked for a role. Yeah, like when that Marvel movie, The Eternals, that nobody saw that I know. I, I'm no, I take it back. Aaron had to have seen it, but I never. Oh, heard him for sure. About um, but yeah, he was like, even he was like, well, yeah, because Marvel and Disney, basically Disney was like, here's your personal trainers, here's your dietitian, here's your personal chef. You have X amount of days to show X amount of progress or else we go with it in another direction. Prove you're serious and we'll do everything we can because we want you this bad. But if you don't have X amount of results by this date, 
you're done. So, I mean, like, it's it's kind of like you have motivation. And, by the way, the people, your boss, your job is going to give you the people to help you succeed in doing this shit. Because it's a lot harder to it's a lot harder to let down other people than it is just to hit snooze over and over again. Let's be honest here. For most people, at least. Yeah. You know, then you get the true don't give a fuck. And they're just like, first of all, I already got my gun trained on your nuts. Get the fuck out my room yelling at me at five in the morning talking about we're working out. I'm going to kill you if you don't leave. <laughs> like, that point, uh, that, that role was never for him. You know what I'm saying? When you redo Dirty Harry, come back, look that guy up. (laughs) But yeah, it it, and Lizzo is like what five two? Like, dude, she's got to be like two fifty, bro. That's a big bitch. It is. Okay, I'm a big dude, right? But I mean, like, I'm just thinking of the shit that if nothing internally goes wrong, as far as like diabetes hypertension just the stress on her joints the problems that shit all that shit dude all that shit adds up it adds up hey man patrice was okay with being a big dude well patrice didn't see 50 nope nope well i mean hey man you do what you fucking can and here's here's the really sad part and patrice even admitted this a couple weeks before he fucking had the stroke that killed him he's like i I said, I gave a fuck. I think too, I started giving a fuck too late. I just, I think that's what happened. He's like, if this would have happened five years ago, I think I'd be in a much better position. Like, if you go back and watch the last couple appearances of him on Opie and Anthony, it's kind of creepy. Like, his last couple major media appearances, he's like, it's like he, it's almost like he felt something wasn't right with him. And I'm guessing at that point, he was going to the doctor anytime he had any type of inkling anything was going wrong. So... I mean, the doctor was probably like, can't find anything, which just means, oh, shit. You know, my body don't feel right. Something's coming. Sure enough, fucking stroke came, killed him. But, I mean, you hear him talk about it. You hear him talk about it. Like, I just, I didn't give a fuck. I mean, but, dude, then the other thing is he went, like, vegan. Fuck, fuck vegetarian. He went flat out vegan for years. And he was like, I can't lose weight. Not the weight that they wanted him to lose. I mean, he fluctuate, but. Well, did he throw an exercise? Because it's, 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 that's, I don't, that's half the I, equation. Diet and exercise. Yeah. Uh, half acidly, I would say. I, I just, I, the the one quote when it comes to exercise and Patrice O'Neill is the one that I've, I've, when I, when the minute I heard him say it, I was like, I feel that. I know that feeling exactly. He's like, Man, I go work out for like the first day. I'm gung-ho. Second day I get up and I can barely fucking sit on the toilet, take a piss. So I'm in so much pain. I don't love life that much. I'll just die. I'm okay. <laughs> hey, just take a few Motrin and fucking soldier on. <laughs> yeah, well. I mean, here's the here's the dirty little secret. Here's what no one will... You're not going to find this out until it's too late. And it's when your own experience teaches you this. That doesn't work forever. And the sooner that you're doing that in life, the sooner it's going to stop working. Now what? Exactly. You're fucked. You're on your own. Figure it the fuck out. Like I, I know why a lot of people get hooked on painkillers when they get older. People who never touched drugs before. You have like a, an injury, like you break a leg, break an arm, something that in your 20s you'd have bounced back after like three, four months. You do that in your 40s, 50s? Yeah, you could be down for a minute and in some serious fucking pain because you fucked yourself up. 
and you're not healing as quick as you used to on top of it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, mm. yeah, no, morbid the, shit. Yeah, no, you do not bounce back as quick. No, you don't. And I mean, that's, that, I try to tell people, I'm like, enjoy, like when I run into people and they're talking about, I don't get hungover, I just look at them and I'm like, that must be nice. Yeah, you will. Because here's the deal. Outside of, uh, it was just it was just normal. It was like overwhelmingly normal for me to be hungover every time I drank. End of story. Like from like from the first few times I drank. The first time I drank, I was ten. Fuck yeah, I was hungover. I drank a blender and a half of pina coladas. I was sick, hungover. I was praying to die. <laughs> oh, now like oh, at this stage of the game, my hangovers. I'm like, oh my god, is there something wrong with me? This isn't right. Oh, it's just oh the the. This, they're tough. It's just, I, I just I remember texting my buddy. Like, we used to do this consecutively, like all the time. There's, yeah, there's just no way, dude. There's no way. We used to do this seven nights a week. I, what, what was wrong with us? But you get, we're talking about there's nights we'd be out to like 3, 3.30 and have to get up at like 6 or 7. Eh, whatever. Do that now. Oh my, I would call in. I would wake up, throw up, call in, and then go back to bed. Dude, ugh. I, working at Toys R Us doing midnight stock, we would work the Wednesday night going into Thanksgiving morning. We'd have that Thursday night off, but we'd have to pack that place on Wednesday because this is when they still were closed on Thanksgiving, like all Thanksgiving day. We opened at like, I think, 5, 4 in the morning on Black Friday, though. So we got that night. We got Thanksgiving night off. So Thanksgiving night was power drinking night back then. <laughs> And Bacardi 151, a couple couple bottles of it showed up. And between about, I don't know, five, six people, about four hours, I think we went through three-fifths of that shit. And dude was just drunk as shit. And me and Sweet Booze don't get along. So it was a really bad hangover. And I woke up and had to go in that night and had to climb up in the rafters and throw stock down and open boxes, holding on to a fucking, you know, steel beam and cutting while i'm leaning out over fucking you know 15 20 foot drop on the concrete and i'm just like this is stupid why am i doing this to myself and i was what 22 21 like that's your that's your prime drinking time man that's when you bounce back right no no bouncing back for me on that shit man not at all so i if you if you're one of those people that can drink with no hangovers more power to you i don't know what that's like have no idea so I'd imagine it's dangerous if you got an addictive personality. Uh, so how how do we get to throwing up? Oh, we're talking about Lizzo. Oh, no. <laughs> Lizzo, body, body positivity. Body positivity. Which, by the way, I think it's hilarious that, you know, Adele goes and loses a bunch of weight and people start losing their fucking minds and attacking her because how dare she lose weight? And it's like, why, 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 how dare she lose weight? What if her doctor said you need to lose weight? And the first words out of her mouth is, "What about the 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 uh, the fat community? What about what them? The Does she owe the fat community her life? Like, are those are those the only people who buy her records and, and stream her shit and buy her merchandise and go to her shows? Is fat bitches? Fat is something you can change. Like, and stop and stop with this community bullshit. It's just a bunch of fat people pissed off online. You guys ain't meeting up anywhere hardly. I know. I'm one of y'all." I'd have got the memo. So I, fuck off with this bullshit. Quote Bill Burr, you ate your way in, you can walk your way out. 
But anyways, yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's that. Once again, we don't care about the hypocrisy, which is, it makes sense, right? I mean, it's, it seems like no matter who's in charge, what where they land on the political spectrum as far as their their ideology, whether it be socially or economically or whatever, once they get into power, here comes the authoritarians out of the woodwork to take over the situation. And we're right back where we started. We just have coming from the other side of the fucking the aisle, wanting to ban everything. And it's just like, this is it. This is this is what this is what human society is. Wow, we're pathetic. <laughs> we can't do better than that. Shit. Right. Yeah. So, what other stories do you have there? Uh, let's see. We did the the activist one. We did the we did Kim and Kanye. Uh, that's it. We talked about a lot of sports in our chat this week. It's your your boy coming out of her. when when faced with spending time with his wife and kids, the goat said, "I got one more season in me." <laughs> <laughs> like I said, man, I I've seen fucking truck drivers who have just been tr- over the road truck drivers their entire adult life. That was their career, and they can last longer when they retire and have to be around their family all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like like he was just like, oh fuck this, I'm out, I am out. Which makes me wonder if Giselle was like, you got to go back to work for what? What they're like? They're hurting for cash? What are they living check to check over there? Come no, on now. No, because she's got her life set up to where she has her life when he's home and she has her life when he's not home during the season because he's, you know, out of town or whatever the fuck. And because he's Tom Brady and does all his extracurricular Tom Brady TB12 bullshit. And she likes that. I guarantee that. I guarantee that is a fact. But it's the off season. She'd be used to him now anyway. Doesn't matter. He knows. He knows there's no going back at it. He knows that. But his shit didn't even last a month. Like the Super Bowl. Was yeah. February 13th. He made the announcement on March 14th. Dude, don't act like you've never been in a relationship and the chicks put a pussy embargo on you because you either won an argument or you went someplace in an argument you shouldn't have with her. And you were like, whatever the fuck. I don't want shit anyways. And the minute she was like, come get some, you weren't like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude. He didn't think he could come back. He got, He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to retire. I'm going to retire. He saw that all that family life. Giselle was probably like, you need. Because, dude, he sees nothing but family life. Nothing. Because if he was interested in broadcasting, he'd be in broadcasting right now, wouldn't he? He's Tom Brady. Who the fuck wouldn't hire him if he put, if he put a tweet out that says looking for a broadcasting situation? Yeah. Michigan would hire him in a heartbeat. By the time he's by the time he set his phone down after he sent the tweet, his phone would be ringing. Yeah, he could be Michigan's new color man in a heartbeat. Sorry, Doug Karsh, you gotta go. Tom Brady wants a job. Well, they're already all gone, anyways. Uh, uh, the, the 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 shit. I forget the home the dude that used to do it. This was his last. Those two. That was their last season. No, but didn't Karsh get a promotion? Isn't he one of the guys in the booth now? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. I. I <laughs> Dude, excuse me. For the longest time, if you want to listen to Michigan games, 100.3. And for the longest time, working places, I could not get them to put on 100.3. I ain't putting this shit on. Fuck that. Like, it's the Michigan game. Give a fuck about Michigan. Sparty. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, whatever. Uh, But anyways. Yeah, oh, I think I think I think that was a factor. I mean, uh, there's a lot of shit, and yeah, he probably wasn't ready to retire. I think he was probably more butthurt and like 
disappointed that he ended it ended like it did because he was like, I guarantee in his mind, if we didn't have all those injuries, well, there's one way to find out, Mr. TB12. Come back next year. Roll the dice again. And Tampa's more than happy to have him back. What the fuck was Tampa going to do? I was settling in for, like, we're probably going to go back to those shitty early 2010s jerseys. Them bad college football jerseys. Like, not even the creamsicle ones, which I hate, but I could, like, I could, I could deal with. Like, Tampa's be like, good news, we're bringing back Jameis. <laughs> oh, man, at that point, can I just be, like, a football nomad and not have a team? <laughs> Just I just root for football. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what I've been doing the last few years. I mean, like, like I'm not. Like, you got to do a lot of shit to get me to disown you as a sports team. I mean, I'm a I'm a Tigers fan. I've suffered. You know what I'm saying? I've suffered. <laughs> but, oh, they bring back Jameis Winston and try to like seriously look at the fucking fans and be like, this is the answer. This is the this this is what will replace Tom Brady. I think I'm done. <laughs> For the foreseeable future, at least. I'm like, my, I'm washing my hands of this franchise. On social well, media, burning all your Bucks gear. No, I ain't doing all that. I already paid for it. Yeah, it costs <laughs> money. Yeah. Shit. I'm a, hard, I'm a hard size to find. Shit, I could probably resell it. Right? But Deshaun Jackson. Or, uh, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Watson, now with uh, uh, Cleveland, right? Yeah. Funny. Not not uh, not going to see any criminal prosecution for what is it twenty two plus alleged sexual assaults. They're allegedly going all to civil court, but uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Did, interesting how that works when you're good at sports. Well, he paid him off. Yeah, yeah, because that's what civil court is, right? Here's the, here's your check. Yeah, that's why the standard is lower than it is in criminal court. That's why I think uh, I know. That's why OJ was found responsible for Nicole Brown and uh, Ronald Goldman's deaths in civil court. But supposedly the prosecution didn't prove their case beyond the shadow of a doubt in criminal court. Whatever. I, 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 if there's anything I care less about than Kanye and who he's fucking and Kim and who she's fucking, <laughs> it's to go over the fucking OJ Simpson case. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but fuck that nonsense. That was just, uh, if you live through it, you've had enough. Like, we're good. We're good. I watched the miniseries. I mostly watched it in, in shock at how actually accurate they portrayed a lot of parts of the 90s. Like, have you ever seen that miniseries, The American Crime Story? By Bits the and pieces. Simpson? Like, the music, they could have went with stereotypical fucking 90s, what they could get licensed. But, like, they were... It's like they actually had somebody go, what was in the charts in January of 95? Oh, Portishead. Okay, so we'll use Portishead. And what was in the summer of 95? What was in the charts? Oh, the kids' soundtrack. So we'll use fucking Folk Implosion. And we'll use, you know, this and this. And it was just like, that's what it was actually the radio sounded like. <laughs> summer of 95? Kiss from a Rose was all over the place because of Batman Forever. Oh yeah, it was all over the place. Like yeah, and they didn't like they didn't do the stereotypical like let's go grab the fucking the '90s songs that everyone are gonna assume you know oh so this is a song from the '90s to signify it's from the '90s. No, they actually did a good job matching up some shit. The fashion's a little eh, a little questionable at times because I'm like realize the whole decade wasn't fucking teal, right? Right. I'm well, just saying, just most of it. <laughs> 
A lot of it, but not the whole decade. Yeah, a good swath of the mid-decade, a lot of teal. Oh, early 90s to mid-90s, a whole lot of teal. A whole lot of teal. Yeah, just look at, look at the San Jose Sharks, Florida Marlins. Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. The Brewers, not the Brewers. Um, even though they do, they went with a lighter blue. They Well, no, that was later. Uh, the Marlins really leaned into the teal that was in their yeah their colors. It was always like a, a trim color, though, but it became like almost like a main color. And then the god awful Pistons horsehead jerseys. Oh yeah, the, oh that's I, I was trying to. That's right, I blocked that out. But yes, it even was here at home. Oh, and but was, the Vipers. Remember the Detroit Vipers? A lot, lot of teal there. A lot of teal there. You know what though? Vipers were a damn good fucking team. That is the only sporting event I've ever fallen asleep at. It was a Vipers game? Really? Yeah. Wow. That means it's wow. off night. That makes me fucking wonder, dude, because like they had they had some some hitters, they had some fucking like championship level teams through the nineties at least that I know of. I forget when they folded, but I'm pretty sure they folded sometime in the early two thousands. But yeah. Okay. That's I guess everyone can have an off night. I don't know. The only Red Wings game I went to was like six one wings. No, no, no. I take it back. I've been to two Red Wings games since, and they've lost both of those. But the first one I went to was 6-1 Wings. The only thing really memorable about it was it was my first Red Wings game, and Eisenman passed Gordie Howe on the all-time assist leader list that game. So I was like, that's kind of cool. I was there to see that. So Yeah, but they spanked him. I know, which is why we were able to go down to the lower bowl like halfway through the second fucking period. People were like, like, all right, start. this shit's over. Yeah, because we – I mean, this was like – Apparently now you have to buy standing room tickets the the where you stand around the bowl, but at that point you just you just stand there. Whenever the, the the play is on, you get back against the wall and you stay there until they have a break between plays, and then you can then you can go because you're not blocking anyone. That was like the unwritten rule. But we snuck down. We we're like right on the glass because we went home. I watched the replay on Fox Sports that come on at like three in the morning, and it was me and my buddy, and I'm like, yo. There's us, dude. And we're drenched. <laughs> I mean, he's like, holy shit, bro. Holy shit. Look at that fucking grid, man. You got a big old beer in your hand. <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> hey, we're on the TV. <laughs> it was just like, it was, I was like, oh, I've been there. Uh, you know, it was, it was one of those, you know. Look, it's like, me. I'm got, on TV. I'm on TV. Uh, I got way more excited than I should, but alcohol was a fact. <laughs> right. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Uh, so, uh, what else did you... Uh, yeah, there was something else sports-wise that you wanted to bring up. What was it? Shit. Was it the... Or were you just... No, you said you the Matthew Stafford com- AT&T commercial. I think that shit is hilarious. Hold on, let me see if I get the hamsters in my computer to fucking play it. Have you seen that? Well, now that you sent it, yeah. That's a pro- well, that means you and Earl aren't watching the tournament because they're running that shit. Uh, dude, <laughs> I shock you with that? I don't think I've ever really been in the First of all, college basketball, mostly basketball, period. I don't think I've ever really like claimed well, to be well, a Well, it fan. doesn't shock me. For Earl, it shocks me because... It sounds like Earl just sits around and watches TV all day. I don't know if that's what he does or did or whatever, but yeah. What's well, the impression he gives in the chat? Like, because he's definitely sending things about 
things during the middle of the day when you and I are like, I'm working, motherfucker. Oh, I, I mean, lunch to lunch to dinner, a little bit before lunch to a little bit after dinner. That's my prime work time. So early in the morning, yeah. I'm like, ah, I'm good. And and when there's downtime, there's downtime with my job. So I'm that's when I'm most likely to dick around on social media because I'm stuck in a situation where I can't go anywhere from where I'm at, and all I have is my phone. Yeah. So well, hey, I got I got the commercial. The, the hamsters are in a good mood today. All right, when I'm play out that shit. Madness, you'll cover phone trades. Uh-huh. People can get a free Samsung Galaxy S22 when they trade in a Galaxy. Any year, any condition. Oh, I get it. So you can take your old phone that you've had for 12 years and loved every minute of and trade it in for something new that suits your life now? That's right, yeah. Then enjoy immediate success, even though you'll never forget your old phone, ever. It's a great trade. Life-changing. Get a free Samsung Galaxy See, like, S22 with any Galaxy trade-in. I thought that commercial was great. I think it made me like the guy more. Earl was giving the impression. Earl thinks it's throwing some shade. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think we're talking. We're not out of pocket with saying this or talking out of school. He says, "Wow, like a slap in the face. Well done. Sarcastic thumbs up." Uh, to me, I'm like, "Well, it's better than anybody want pizza." His fucking other commercial that he <laughs> right? did. Yeah. Um. Or the Ford, the local, like state, state of Michigan Ford commercials he would do that I think only were local commercials. Uh, I don't think like, I think he's throwing some Detroit love actually. Yeah, like I think he's like he doesn't. He's probably not a big fan of the organization, but he's a big fan of a lot of people who work for the organization. And he's a big and look, man, for a guy who never won shit here to get the support he got all of last season leading up to winning the Super Bowl and then still getting the love he's getting from Detroit. He would be nuts to turn his back on that and waste that. It's rare that a, that a fucking quarterback who leaves one city and goes to another city and has more success is ever praised in the city he left. Any athlete, period. Fuck quarterback, athlete. Like Ray Bork from Boston to, to Colorado won a cup they threw a mini parade for him in Boston because he'd spent his entire fucking career in Boston and couldn't win a cup. Wade Boggs left Boston, goes to New York, wins a World Series. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are the two athletes I can think of off the top of my head who left. Are people wearing Boston Yankees shirts? There was a lot of confused. <laughs> Much like when, like when Boston only had one ply toilet paper and men were busting through and sticking their fingers up their ass, there was a lot of confused feelings in Boston that day. <laughs> There was a lot of confused feelings. Like, like we're happy that, that that Boggs he won it, but he's wearing Yankee pinstripes riding around Yankee Stadium on the back of a police horse. This is not how this is supposed to work. It's supposed to be in fucking Fenway, you know. It, yeah, but I, I but, think Stafford made him. He made sure he, like we talked about this. He definitely he was he made sure he was liked. He, you know, he never was. You know, he wasn't on Twitter popping off doing all this kind of crazy shit. You know, it. it he just he made sure here there, there was there was never any controversy surrounding the guy. You know, he was a he was a glass of milk. Look, the art the, there is a lost art in society of just being a good dude. Yes, and there's no one's a good dude. Everyone's an anti-hero. Everyone's a victim. Everyone's a survivor. Everyone's a this. Everyone's a that. There's just no like we don't even we don't even praise good dudes when we see them in real life. Like they kind of fade into the background. 
now he his resume ain't as long as Keanu Reeves, but he's also got Keanu Reeves got twenty more years on him. Give him another twenty. Give Stafford another twenty years. We'll see how he does. And Keanu Reeves, he's kind of had a fucking like crazy ass life. Like that's a movie in and of itself. <laughs> but he kind of reminds me of Keanu Reeves, where it's just like they just seem like good dudes. And why is that not celebrated anymore? I don't know. And I tell you what, I. I liked him even more. The other thing that happened besides this commercial, we talked about it too. When he went on that pod, his wife's podcast, hammered after this, you know, after getting back from, from partying and was bitching about having to show up at 9 a.m. hung over with his kids at Disney World. <laughs> like hearing him, hearing him go off, hearing him be a human. I was like, all right, I like this guy. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, I, I, I don't know. It just, it, everything, everything is so fucking contrived and it's hard for me to even tell what's fucking genuine and real anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like people talk about like The Rock. They're like, well, The Rock's a good dude. And I'm just like, yeah, but is he really? Like, what do we know about The Rock's personal life? I don't really know shit about The Rock's personal life. You know what I'm saying? Like, Matthew Stafford was under the microscope here in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he made a family As, here, and he raised him here, too. Like, I'm sure he's always going to have a, a place in his heart here for here. Well, just the fact that he was the the franchise quarterback undisputed for over a decade in Detroit means he was under the fucking microscope. Yeah. And nobody can really dig up any dirt on him. Like, the biggest thing that... that the knock against him was that stupid fucking photographer who fell off the fucking stage and broke her back. And because Twitter's Twitter and woke scolds are the woke scolds, they went digging through her Twitter timeline and found, like, something she posted. I don't even know what it is. I don't care. I concede it was racist and horrible and she shouldn't have posted it. It doesn't even matter. But they found that and they started attacking Matt and Kelly Stafford because they were offering to pay for her medical bills. And they're like... How dare you, this racist white supremacist, pay for anything for this bitch? And I'm like, if that's the only thing you can pull on a guy after 12 years in the NFL, right? that's a fucking saint, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's as close to saint in this fucking sport as you're going to get. And I'm sure his dick has, has stunk like some strange pussy before. I ain't saying he's a fucking choir boy. But to have no dirt on you in 12 plus years and your nickname is frat Stafford, meaning you've been known to be a party animal and you don't have any sexual assault cases, no rape beefs, no accusations, no suspensions, no no payoffs, no under the table, you know, uh, uh, NDAs, none of that shit. Dude, that's, that's, that's saying quite a bit. That probably means that somebody sat him down in college and they looked like he was going to be something and went, all right, look, here's the deal. You're done doing stupid shit. Okay, look, yo, time for just pure speculation, pull shit out of our ass. I think him and Kelly are down for some freaky shit. Probably. And I think, I think, I think he and her found each other and were like, yo, we like fucking the shit out of each other until we can barely walk, but we still want to fuck other people. And they were like, works for us. Let's fuck them together. Hey, I totally, I, I totally see that in that couple, dude. Whatever keeps them happy. Because, dude, if you see the pictures of him back in the day, like, during his Georgia days, Kelly's right there next to him, and there's, like, three, four other chicks just as hot, just as bikinied and, and, and butt-flossed up, pressing all over him. And Kelly's got a big old smile, and she's got handfuls of tits and ass, too. Oh. That's a gamer. That's a soldier. Good for him. You know what I'm saying? 
So, you know what, dude, more power to you. You're living the dream, bro. Knock yourself out, dude. I I can't be mad at you even if I wanted to. But Earl's just a fucking, he's a, yeah, someone talk shit about you, Earl. You ain't gonna listen to this. Someone talk shit about you, motherfucker. Should have sat in, bitch. But uh, he's just fucking salty because he's a Lions fan. And he knows that he's never going to see a fucking Super Bowl in his lifetime. His best chance probably just walked out with Matt Stafford. Oh, because he just got signed for like, he's, he's going to retire in L.A. Well, dude, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the, and he it, just got to finish your career here contract. To Earl's credit, he wasn't, because there's people not around the Detroit area. There's a whole lot of talk around this area about, oh, he's coming back to Detroit when his, when his contract's up with L.A. I'm like, no, the fuck he ain't. Because <laughs> Kelly's sitting there like, I'm sorry, we're doing what? I want. I'm. I'm thinking about signing with Detroit. The fuck you are. We're staying out here in California, bitch. We got. We got God level money. We can afford California taxes and California prices. We're good. We're not going to Detroit. <laughs> They're gonna be eating dogs out there in about another year or two. <laughs> that shit's turning into Mad Max quickly, especially with the price of fuel. It's literally gonna be Mad Max. I'm. Just, I'm gonna pull up like Lord Humongous from fucking Road Warriors. <laughs> give me the fuel. Just walk away. <laughs> Nobody needs to get hurt. Just give me the gasoline. I think it's ironic you're saying this about and they're in L.A. But that's for different reasons. Oh, but, yeah, but they can afford that shit. Well, they're, well, they're, in a, well they're in a different class of person. doesn't matter yeah. where they live. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, in, Unless one of them have a massive fucking drug habit or gambling habit that's somehow been kept quiet. He's, well, he's made well over $100 million before he signed this contract, which adds another 140 fucking million, if I read that uh, contract 150, right. 150, son. Add 10 more. My bad. Uncle Sugar's going to get five more million. Yep. So, okay. All right. Fair enough, then. So he's he's made before taxes. Sorry, bro. Can't help you there. Yeah, Packers, he's, Packers threw money at Aaron a- 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 last week, and L.A. went, oh, yeah? Check this out. Well, that means that means Stafford's made almost three hundred million in his career. Yeah, I said that's that is that is a class of person we will never be, dude. Being in the area I'm in, there's these little pockets where there's like literal mansions built on huge plots of property around huge lakes. And as an as a kid, I would see these places and not think twice about it. As an adult, I drive past them, and I'm like, my God, how much has that got to cost? Like, seriously. I passed a house that wrapped around a city block corner and then had, like, its own launching area and fucking, like, marina-type-looking area. I honestly thought it was a house in front with businesses in the back. It was all one fucking property on a huge-ass lake. And I'm just going, that's got to be about a mil. Easy. That's wealth. That's... That's a million for your playhouse because that place is garbage to be in in the winter. The reason the reason I just saw it, weather's getting better. <laughs> there are <laughs> people showing up, opening up their summer homes and shit for the for the lake in the summer and stuff. That's exactly what the fuck this is. That's why I saw the fucking. That's why I was like, oh, okay. That's why I was over here. All right, cool. So yeah, a million just to have just just to play. That's just your playhouse. That's nuts, dude. That's nuts to me. That's insanity. Dude, I'm about what? to take these people's bunny too, and I can't wait. <laughs> hey, calm down. You sound like Bernie Madoff here. Right. You're making, you're making it sound like something that's not. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's totally legal, and it's a service that's provided to people. So Yes, I mean, it's, it's true. 
It's not like he's he's and it's not a fucking Ponzi or pyramid scheme no, it's or legitimate business. Yes. No, it's where people will pay us to do this thing and we will do it. It's your network. I, I, nah, it, nah. It's you, if you want to put your shit out there, no. Nah, with some, with some of the things we say, I'd rather. That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to say it. You're going to you're going to have to be the one to say it, not me. Nope. So, yeah. Yeah. There you go. I got interest to protect. Plus two. I think maybe some of some of our audience, maybe not in that demographic. Just putting that out there. I see the numbers from Google Analytics. I don't even give a fuck. We're still rolling with the the twenty five to forty fours. I mean, dude. I, like to me, if, if if you got, if you just caked up in the fucking bank, good for you. And you're listening. Good for you. Thanks for listening. If you don't have two pennies to rub together, man, believe me. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying we're in the same fucking boat, but we're on the same shit river right now. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So, <laughs> thanks for listening, <laughs> and everybody in between. That's about it, man. Like I, I can't I can't pander to any demographic. I just am what I am, and if people like it. Cool. If they don't, cool. That's fine too. Yeah, it's pretty much how I am. But it's just yeah. interesting to see who's actually listening. It's like, oh. Yeah, I didn't. I did not realize that they have like the the metrics and stats broke down like that. They do. Like apparently, there is a service that a lot of people that I watch on YouTube seem to use that tracks all your social media, puts it all together, and breaks. I mean, it's like we're talking some like saber metrics fucking level of breaks it down for you if that's what you really want to get into. Or you can just look at the, the numbers and cherry pick which ones make you feel good. Either way, you're getting a fuck ton of raw data that you that, that they'll interpret however you tell them to. You know what I'm saying? Like you can you, you can sort through it and shit. And I was like, wow. So they know male, female, they know average income, this and this and this. And I'm like, I've never filled out anything that said any of that. So this is all algorithms that are picking this shit all up. All from your devices, everybody. Mm-hmm. Money, our information is more valuable than, cr- than crude oil, right? It, like, period. End of story. It's been that way for years now. But even now, it's still more valuable and there's, to the right people. And there's the- no way you can stop it. Yeah, you can, you can do a little. I, the, I mean, the best thing you can do right now is get an Apple product because they're, they're like the best defense. But as far as... There are, there's the things I have learned about advertising in the last two weeks. Holy shit. I'll quote uh, Will Ferrell from uh, Step. Holy Santa Claus shit. The things <laughs> they can do with internet advertising that made me go, holy, that's the minority report shit. I told you, dude. I to- I'm telling you. You know what geofencing is? is? I. Explain it to me, and I probably I probably know it is under a different term. They can Go they ahead. can target they can even they can target your residence, your particular house, and everybody that comes in and goes out and has a device will get an advertisement for that for your business. Down to the oh. like to down to, to down to your house. They can obviously they can do it on a grander scale. Your block, your neighborhood, your zip code. You know, but dude, the 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 craziest one where I'm at now is they have pumps with targeted advertising and no matter what gas pumps i pull up to if it's on this this network or service that that services all these different gas stations i see one of three commercials and one of them is a local dispensary i go to the other two are 
for products that eh, are on the like the kind of the fringe that I might use, right? But I've been to this dispensary. I brought it up because I'm like, dude, it's been like fucking for a year. I've been, and I'm, every time I go to the gas pump, they bring up the name of this fucking dispensary. I see the same fucking commercial over and over and over again. And my buddy who works out here is like, I don't ever see a dispensary commercial and I get gas at all those gas stations. And that's when I was like, that's scary. Are they picking that off my phone? Yeah, or is probably my- your car. I mean, cars have had computers in them since long before they had a big fancy touchscreen. Well, I don't have, I don't, as far as I know, I don't have a computer in it, and it's not a smart car, and it doesn't have a touchscreen because it's an old motherfucker. Then, it, yeah, it's probably your phone. I, I, newest phone I've ever owned. First time I've seen a lot of strange shit that I've heard other people talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, trust me, it's, it's a thing when... Hey, we were talking about this, and then all of a sudden you see ads for it on your phone. That is a thing. That isn't a coincidence. Yeah, you got to remember, dude. I was I was rocking a fucking dino phone, non-smartphone, up to like almost 2015. My phone is sitting here waiting for me to say the magic phrase, and I'm not going to say because it it's going to set it to go off. But hey, blank. It's it's waiting. Or if you got a Google product, it's waiting for you to say, okay, Google. And if you're listening, I'm sorry. I just made your shit go off. <laughs> Well, sometimes just driving and, and using Google Maps, all of a sudden, I'm sorry, I didn't quite get that. Please say again. And I'm like, I didn't say anything. And, I don't, and I've turned off all the mics on my shit, which means they've gone and turned it back on behind my back in these fucking apps. A, a podcast I listen to gets complaints all the time because one of the hosts will set a reminder on the air and then it gets, and then it gets set in their phone. I've had it happen to me. Yeah, your yeah. phone your phone is always waiting for you to say that magical phrase, whether it's you or anybody else. Well, that's once again. Uh, this goes back to here you go. This is this is the brave new world. This is it. Everything that was like all the 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 the, the fear mongering, quote unquote fear mongering stuff that was brought up over the last two years, starting to see a lot of it already fucking float up to the surface. And it's like, oops, yeah, you're kind of right. Shit that literally would have got you depersoned off of fucking all of social media six months a year ago. Two years ago, it would have got you labeled a racist. Might have cost you your job. Now it's like, oh, yeah, it, that kind of happened. Sorry about that. Like, this is all, this is why this shit makes me fucking nervous. Because it's like, dude, it doesn't have to be a conspiracy. There's just... There's way too much information being collected on us at all times for anyone to be comfortable with that fact. I, I, if you're comfortable with that fact, I don't, I don't understand. Then you don't care about your fucking rights or, your, or, or freedom. So just admit that. You just want make my life easy. Like when you're talking about the performative bullshit that you go through at the airport to still fly, to me, when I hear anyone talk about masks, I'm like, you better get the fuck out of my face with that bullshit, man. That shit, we're done with that shit. That shit's canceled. That's been canceled. Fuck you. Don't come at me about another fucking mask. I swear to fucking God. Because that shit, well, yeah. I, Bro, my buddy Doc told me over almost a year ago. Yeah, it's like 10% effective, and that's if you got a real one, a real surgical mask. You got a real M95, you got 24 hours until you can t- you break the seal and take the thing off, and or the filter goes bad, whichever one comes first. And I'm just like, damn, okay. Well, that's not how we're fucking wearing masks out here. He's like, the illusion of security. It's better than nothing. Yeah, like Keep yesterday, calm. we're at the Atlanta airport. Had You got to wear a mask to be in the airport. Walk by the food court, three dozen people, maskless, chowing down. Water droplets just flying everywhere. 
I mean, that's how we were told it was spread, right? And then we went to go sit and have our beer where we sat at our table maskless the whole time. But once we leave that restaurant up, the invisible force field's up, and you got to put your fucking mask on again. It's fucking stupid. Well, I mean, and this goes back to, this shows you how effective fear is at getting people to hand over their freedom. Because I, I clearly remember having conversations with people who were like, take their license, take this, take if they won't, if they won't comply, do this, do this, do this. This is bigger than us. This is this, this wasn't that big of a deal. I hate to say it. The reaction far outweighed the reality of what fucking coronavirus brought. And yeah, even if it's like, ooh, it was 5% of the population of the world, 5% of 7 billion. Who's our quantitative guy? Do the math, somebody. I'm sorry. I don't see that being enough of a fucking reason to disrupt the entire fucking world. That, that amount of people, more people probably die between illegal fucking slave and sex trade and overdoses and people that die were, were if five percent of the population by the way it's 350 million that's it mm-hmm. well that's that's the population in the united states mm-hmm. could have wiped the slate clean well, a lot of land here <laughs> right a lot of a lot of spaces between people once you get out of the cities too so I, I think people forget how big this fucking country is until they've drove across it so even flying across it maybe back in the day when that shit would take 12, 15 hours. But like, man, I, I hopped on a plane. I was in, this is in 2000, what, six? I hopped on a plane. I was in Florida less than two hours later. It used to be a four-hour, three-hour flight. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, really? Like, that's crazy. But yeah, driving to Florida, that's 24 hours. That's if you don't stop. That sucks. Anyways, <clears throat> what were we talking about? Sorry. You've, you've reached a portion of the program where we're high. Yes. Uh... Let's see. Oh, we were talking about uh, technology. I don't know. We were just we're we're high and going in every we're we're scatter shotting. Probably means it's a good time to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, probably. We're at a good point. We're on the light subject matter. Another thing I could have got into, but it was taking us back into to the heavy shit and fuck that. If you if you're into the heavy stuff, there are countless hours available to you at ChrisFormini.net. Go there and uh, follow us on social media at Gen Exhausted Pod. It's now Facebook, Twitter, like us, share us. Uh, the downloads are up, so thank you to everybody. Uh, also, real quick, uh, i got to throw this out. I would be remiss if I didn't do this. Uh, the episode, like, we kind of have a spinoff show that's, I don't want to call it a conspiracy show, so I called it Connecting Dots. And it's, for, for we, we get a little bit more fucking uh, outlandish with our conversations as far as where they go and and you know oh, so earl's just in his glory then huh absolutely and you know what sometimes it's better to contain a behavior than try to get rid of it because i don't think <laughs> we're getting rid of it and my cousin i collect conspiracy theories like baseball cards my cousin kind of does too she's a true believer about a few of them but i think i think anyone who collects them eventually you run into enough shit you're like that's a fact that's not a theory that's not a conspiracy that's a fucking fact like that's what happened and then so it's kind of you're like you kind of buck the fuck your conspiracy theory shit everything you don't like is a conspiracy theory fuck you so it's called connecting dots and that's where more of the outlandish shit will be at so it's nice to hear a lady voice on the show too yeah it's been a bunch of dudes for eight years and and jess jess yeah she ain't shy she'll hold her own she's not she's she jumped in feet first with Earl, and I was like, "That I got to give, I got to give. I don't care who the bitch is. I got to give her props for that." 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if I just met some motherfucker and he jumped in feet first with Earl, I'd be like, all right, you understand. That's some muddy water. You can't like, help like, it. Like, you got that, right? The shit he says, <laughs> sometimes you can't ignore it. Like, what did you just say? We have to address this. He gets you going so easy because he just says the most outlandish nonsense bullshit in the most definitive, he is right, you are wrong way. And then he's dismissive of you at the same time. He's got it down to an art. Makes me wonder who in his family, I mean, most of us are mothers, right? Like that's where we learn that type of shit from one of our parents, but of our parents, most, most likely the mother. But like he's he's an expert at, at doing it. And when he does it, I'm just like, here we go. Dude, I've been <laughs> on the road trying to take deliveries and you two are going back and forth and I just mute the conversation. <laughs> Like that day in the, in the group chat when I hopped in and was like, like you guys were arguing about something. And I'm like, you both right, but you won't admit it. And I'm like, on top of that, I was trying to take a nap. And now they woke me up because my phone's been going beep, 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 <laughs> beep, 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 beep. And I'm just like, oh, it's like typed out something. And then I was like, and I'm done with this fucking shit. I ain't typing out fucking things <laughs> on my goddamn thumbs. And then I just muted the conversation for like eight hours. <laughs> And I was later, I was like, hey, man, I'm sorry if I came off like I wasn't really mad at you guys. It was just I was more like I had like another 15 minutes. I'm not going to go back to sleep in another 50. You know what I'm saying? Like couldn't have waited. <laughs> so. But it, well, it sounds, but it sounds like Jess fell for the trap, too. No, he's. Oh, absolutely. He's the honeypot. Dude, he lays it out. That's what I'm saying. He lays it out. So perfect. And he knows exactly. Fuck his bullshit. Yes. I'll say this shit next time he's on the show. He does that shit on purpose. He does that shit on purpose. He is that he is an antagonistic person and poke the bear person on purpose. He's always been that way. It's nothing new. That's his core personality. That and competitive to a fault. Drive you up the wall with that bullshit. For the first five years I knew the guy, every time I saw him, what's arm wrestle? And I'm like, bro, if you're gay and you just want to touch me, just ask for a hug, dude. <laughs> hey, oh, Gay. And I'm like, you got more of a problem being called gay. The problem is you should have a problem with me for calling, for, for, for having a problem with you being gay. Just accept it. I've accepted it. Just be gay. You know, and he, oh, you got to, you got to kind of Tai Chi his, his shit sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he's also learned to counter moves. You know what I'm saying? It's true. So, so. Well, he's been podcasting with us for like, six years he's had to he's had to learn but yeah so if you if you like that and you like that type of stuff and i'm not saying we're going to keep necessarily everything over there but like the more outlandish bullshit it should really kind of have its own place and it's really it's not even my baby it's my cousin's baby it was her idea i'm just trying to make it what she wants so it could change it could never come back it could come back next week i don't know balls in her court so hey if she wants to join the fray She's more than welcome. I've told her. I've told her. So I'm like, just understand this. It's verbal combat. Bring your weapon. Because you show up just barehanded. It's going to be an issue. Yeah, we've made Earl more nimble over the years. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, you, like you, you got to be ready to take a fucking beating. And you got to also be ready to be like, ah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. I was absolutely wrong on that. Yes. And then take it. And take it, not not, and not be like I was wrong. But nope, shut the fuck up and just be wrong. 
and let let that sit, let that pain and that sting of being wrong sink in. Don't let it happen again. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's how you get better. Not crying about it and trying to fight and go, no, it's, uh, I'm not wrong. Technically, I'm no. Technically, you're an asshole. But yeah, yeah. So, sorry. So, yeah, it's always been that that sting too, especially when I look something up and like, no, I was completely wrong. Ooh, you just you just you just gotta sit there and be like, ah, just yeah, you said just take it. Well, that's why we need to, you know, yeah, fuck it. The whole world's gonna use this language. We might as well fucking start using it ourselves. Everybody talks about what we should normalize. Normalize doing this. Normalize doing this. But we normalize not berating people for not knowing something and then taking the initiative to ask you, someone who knows, to show them how it works. Oh, well, then that admits you don't know things and you could possibly be wrong. And that's... I thought we are trying to wrap the show up. I'm just saying... like, Just an idea. If you know how to do something... Someone at work is new or young or slow or just a little stupid. Let's be honest. Just the way it is, right? Not everybody's a fucking rocket scientist. Not everybody's not, not, not every trailer park shitting out cures for cancer. If they know if they know they're fucking up and they come to you and they're genuine and in good faith ask for help, just help them. Don't bust their balls. Don't. Drag them in front of the fucking crew, the, the 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 kangaroo court, and fucking make fun of them. Go, you know what? Hey, at least motherfucker wants to get better at his job. He's showing some initiative. Yes. It's just a change in perspective. That's it. It's just a change in perspective. That's what I've been trying to do. That's. I don't know if that's some like Tony Robbins big teeth bullshit, but I'm just saying it. I try to look at shit from different perspectives than I'm used to looking at because I look at shit from the. Sure, you do. You do. You've done this in your life too, Chris. From the well, let's look at it from the absolute worst perspective to look at it from. Yeah. Because then I can't be let down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Low expectations are easy to exceed. And the truth is, shit tends to work out in the gray area a lot more than just flat out pure black or pure white. So you learn to deal with it, I guess. But yes. But no, I just just a thought for the day. Because, you know, hey, look, to be honest with you, eh, our quality is spotty at best. And, <laughs> like, like, some shows we, we do well, other shows we, eh. I think, honestly, if, and I'm not, I'm just saying this is just me, uh, it's easy to fall into certain fucking roles. I'm not saying, like, we're playing a role, like, it's a, it's a, we're actors or something. But, like, I don't know, like, Maybe we should try to push ourselves a little bit, think a little bit outside the fucking boxes we're used to thinking in. It's not a bad thing. And it'd be more interesting to listen to, I would imagine. That's just my take on the situation. So, sorry, once again. What do you think? Like and subscribe and, and send us your thoughts on this subject. Yeah. And yeah, you know, that Rich has good advice for life, not just the show. Just saying. To like and subscribe and send us no your- <laughs> to to to, uh, to look at things outside the box, but also to like and subscribe as well. Uh, where what is, what is it? What is it? All the kids say, "Smash that fucking like button!" <laughs> Smash it, yeah, with fervor. Wham! Uh, yeah, like us, share us on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, go to ChristopherMedia.net, click on Amazon and PayPal if you want to help out the show. And wherever you listen to the show, leave a review. Please and thank you. Leave uh, a, a, write a review, rate us. That helps people find us. Uh, we're everywhere. Uh, you know, we're, we're you know, we're, 
Spotify comes with the, the Joe Rogan money. We're never going to cut off where you can listen to us. You know, uh, so please uh, just rate and review. One, one to five stars. Doesn't matter. The good shit, the bad shit. The bad shit helps us know where to get better. But other than that, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next week. All right. Later, guys. Oh, yeah. Self-conscious, she has no idea what she's doing in college. That major that she majored and don't make no money, but she won't drop out. Her parents are looking her funny. Now, tell me that ain't insecure. The concept of school seems so secure. Sophomore three years ain't picked a career. She like fuck it, I'll just stay down her and do it. Cause that's enough money to buy her a few pairs of new ears. Cause her baby daddy don't really care. She's so precious with the peer pressure. Couldn't afford a car, so she named her daughter Alexis. Yeah, it's so long that it looked like weave Then she cut it all off, now she look like Eve And she be dealing with some issues that you can't believe Single black female addicted to retail as well uh. And when it falls down, who you gonna call now? Come on, come on And when it all falls down, man, I promise I'm so self-conscious That's why you always see me with at least one of my watches Rollies and poshies that drove me crazy I can't even pronounce nothing Pass that for safety Then I spent 400 bucks on this Just to be like, nigga, you ain't up on this And I can't even go to the grocery store Without some ones that's clean And a shirt with a team Seen, we live in the American dream The people highest up got the lowest self-esteem The prettiest people do the ugliest things But a road to riches and diamond rings Shine because they hate us Floss because they the greatest We trying to buy back our 40 acres And for that paper, look how low we a stoop Even if you in a band, you still a nigga in a coop Come on, come on And when it falls down, who you gonna call now? Come on, come on And when it all falls down the police, that's how I treat them We buy our way out of jail, but we can't buy freedom We buy a lot of clothes, but we don't really need them Things we buy to cover up what's inside Cause they made us hate ourselves and love they wealth That's why Shorty's hollering where the ball is at Drug dealer by Jordan, crack kid by crack And a white man get paid off for all of that But I ain't even gonna act totally other than that Cause fuck it, I went to Jacob with 25 now Before I had a house and I'd do it again I wanna be on 106 and fall, wishing the bands. I wanna act for all of it like it's all terrific. I got a couple pass through bills, I won't get specific. I got a problem with spending before I get it. We all self-conscious, I'm just the first to admit it. Yeah, come on, come on. And when it falls down, who you gonna call now? Come on, come on. And when it all falls down, Southside, Southside, we gonna set this party off right.
you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.